Stand up for Great Lakes. Thanks so much for coming on. We're off script. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us in. Yeah, we're just three dudes that are doing kind of dumb stuff for fun. Joe always said, well, do you paddleboard a lot? Because I've never paddled before in my life. Doesn't even have a board. Yeah. And we're so naive of what the Great Lakes were going to give us. How do we go to the bathroom? So you just go off the side of your board. Joe came out of nowhere and <laughs> smoked me. <laughs> I pretend I was hurt, too, for a little bit. Oh, yeah, just to milk it. I was like, my hands. We're going to play a game. It's called Most Likely To. I thought about where we were going to do this ahead of time. And I thought it would be so cool to set up some paddle boards like on Lake Mitchell or Lake Cadillac or something here in Cadillac. But I do cause enough trouble here at 9 and 10 as it is. I didn't need to add to that, you know, dropping <laughs> microphones in the water and that kind of stuff. So I figured we'd play it nice and safe on the couch. Everyone good? Everyone yeah. Well, and with, right. we've retired too, so yeah. you're done. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done yeah. that. I'm taking it easy. No, we've got plenty to talk about. Um, but super, super excited to have you guys. You guys have been on my list to talk to for quite some time. We have Jeff Guy, Quinn Morris, and Joe Lorenz. Thank you so much for being here. I want to talk all about what you guys have done, what's ahead of you. But I first want to start with the name, Stand Up for Great Lakes. How did we get there? Because that's pretty clever. 2014, coffee shop. We were yeah. talking about doing the Lake Michigan crossing the first uh, It was a polar vortex winter. And at first, I think it was Stand Up for the Great Lakes. And then um, we love Torch Lake. We love Elk Lake, all these other lakes that we grew up on. And we're like, let's make it stand up for Great Lakes. So, because we think all great lakes up here are great. So that's kind of, kind of how we did it. You have anything that I think I, I think uh, I want to say I had the idea, but no, I think um, <laughs> I can't. Remember. I think you might have had stand up for the Great Lakes. And yeah, yeah, we changed it. And at that point, I mean, we were just doing Lake Michigan. And we were just kind of coming up with, you know, the route. And it was such a, a very beginnings. And, yeah, I think you did. You're like, well, it's not just the Great Lakes. We want to do other things, too. Well, and the, so the first um, the first crossing, um, we, I don't think we were, like, an official charity yet. No. Um, so we were just going to do a crossing, raise some money, and then kind of be done. After that, after the Lake Michigan paddle, that's where um, – we donated a lot of money to this um, this other group down in Chicago, and we thought, well, okay, if we're going to do more of these, um, maybe we can have our own. So that's when we formed a, a 501c3, and Stand Up for Great Lakes was born. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. So you guys were at a coffee shop. Were you guys friends before this? How did you guys meet? A little trio, three musketeers. How did this happen? Jeff and I had known each other growing up, playing hockey, being from the area. And I really had just met Joe. Well, you can explain the story. I don't know the story. Okay, well, I think it was tubing, right? We met tubing at Mount Holiday. And um, we went to a Christmas party after. And we were just talking. Him and I had paddled a few times that summer. And and, he, oh, yeah. and, and you could tell the rest of it. <laughs> well, like, so they were talking about, um, you know, whether or not, it's even possible to paddle across Lake Michigan. You know, what would, what would it take? What would the challenges be? I think you guys were saying they're like, maybe not going to happen or something. And then I randomly chimed in like, yeah, totally possible. Like, yeah. And then I asked, I asked Joe, I said, well, do you paddleboard a lot? 
goes, no, I've never paddled Detroit Collide. <laughs> Doesn't even have a so, board. Yeah. It, it was really like so, party talk. It was like, yeah. it was like, do you think we could do it? Like, it was just, you know, fun talk. And then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, we should do it. And we had five serious enough guys that wanted to try it. And yeah, now here we sit. Yeah, here you are with five crossings now underneath your belt. Congratulations on the most recent one in June. Lake Ontario, how are we feeling? Really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the most stressful one for us because we kept having to to delay it for COVID. I mean, we, we went boom, 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 right back to back to back for three of them. And then we were planning and we had all this momentum and then we did the chain of lakes. And then we planned it and had all this momentum. And then we did was St. Mary's River. And so then we planned it. We were ready to go. And then our safety boat dropped out. So it was like, is this ever going to happen? And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we finally finally got her done. A lot of build up. So yeah. how many miles was that one? 35. Yeah, okay. our shortest by far. Yeah. So how does that compare to the other? <laughs> like kind of what is the range, the shortest and the longest? Yeah, so uh, Lake Michigan, I think was around 60 miles. Um, Huron was like 90 to 100 miles, which is way too long. That was the longest and hardest by yeah. far. Yeah. And uh, Superior was about 60, I think. Yep. So how many hours does that translate to? We always say 24, right? But sometimes more, sometimes a little less. I think Huron was 28, 29. Mm-hmm. That was the long. And we had tailwind. Yeah, each lake has its own little kind of crazy story too. But um, the reason Ontario was the shortest, we actually planned it to be our second longest, you know, and it kicked our butt. Like it was, I would say, top three hardest paddle we've ever done. Wow. You're going to go over and back. Uh-huh. And we got beat up for seven, eight hours that day, and we started talking. Like our goal was to cross the lake, you know, it's supposed to get worse tonight. Like, why are we going back? Like, let's finish our goal. And the sun was going down and like, we were worked. So especially if we're, you know, like pushing, uh, you know, water safety, doing things the right way. It didn't make sense safety wise to like be on shore and then say, okay, we're going to go back through this, you know, what the weather's supposed to be like. That just like. So the goal is always just to finish, right? Make it to the other side, not a certain hour mark or anything like that right sweet right sweet. we like the 24 hours because you start in the morning you end in the morning mm-hmm. the longer you go the longer in the next day but then the shorter like early early in the morning so we want our family and friends there of course the of course mm-hmm. wow you know it's crazy to think about all of those miles all of those hours i mean some people just look at a stand-up paddleboard and they're shaky just looking at it. I mean, you guys are on there rocking the waves. Did you guys see him the first time he got onto a paddleboard? I know he broke what? a paddle. Yeah. That night. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just give him a little test run. Yeah. In that first summer when we were planning, we were so naive of what the Great Lakes were going to give us. I mean, I wasn't even planning any warm gear and it ended up being 41 degrees in the middle of the lake that night and freezing cold and we end up having to postpone the first summer because we're like, let's go in August. It's beautiful. The water's warm. Like, let's do it. And we got with a, a, a safety boat captain, Ryan Matuzak, and he was like, you do not want to go in August. He's like, you got huge waves. That's why people surf. You know, you want a nice high pressure, cold water, keep the water low. And so we learned a ton from that first one and, and how our gear changed for each of us. So 
There's so much that goes into it for sure. So what do you do when it is that cold? What do you <laughs> what do you got going on? Uh well, so one of the things Ryan told us was to get dry suits. So we thought we were gonna wear wet suits. Mm-hmm. And he said, No, you're gonna be way too cold with that. So we started wearing dry suits, which is which is great. Um hats, gloves. Um Lake Michigan was like thirty eight degrees at night in the middle, so um yeah hand warmers i don't know you think of anything else yeah, trying to stay dry but then we got rain and then we got you know huge waves and we got everything to flat like on superior was glass mm-hmm. you know going over the Edmund. so so i have a lot more questions about some of the crossies but i just got to get some of the logistics out of the way first okay how do we go to the bathroom <laughs> jeff well, okay, so, <laughs> so you just go off the side of your board, but um, we've always had a rule, like if anybody has to uh, go number two, that's the only time you can go on the boat. Okay. In the five crossings, it never happened. Wow. All right. We really pushed through there. Yeah, we never acknowledged. <laughs> what do you oh, mean? Oh, you mean someone <laughs> may have gone in there. <laughs> what happens out on the lake? Yeah. So I can say officially, none of us, except for one piece of sushi that was passed to our boards. So they caught a, a salmon, right? And they cut it up. And that was the only time in all five of our Great Lakes crossings that we touched a boat, which is kind of cool. Wow. Yep. So we successfully did it unassisted, although we had safety boats. With yeah, us. sure. Yeah. Sure. So that was my next question then. How did you guys eat? Did you eat? What was that like? All different. Yeah. It's like, for me, it was like a kind of a big progression, you know, on the first one. I was like doing the math on how many calories we're going to burn, how many calories we're going to need, like what kind of, you know, and I was like scienced it out and I had a, and then I had a bunch of stuff left over at the end. And then each time for me, like mine has just been like less and less and less throughout as like, you know, but basically by the end of it, like this last one, I just had like some dried fruit and uh, a couple bars, I guess, but we all do something different. So is that on the board with you, or are we, like, throwing it, like, you know, singer? Okay, got it, got yep. it. So I have a cooler full of, like, mangoes. Pizza is my go-to. Nice. Yeah, I just, okay. uh, usually a veggie. I didn't know about bringing meat out right. there for 24 hours and not Good keeping call. it cold. I, like, tried nuts and things, just mm-hmm. a variety of things in case that's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of had a mixture of that. I have a little cooler, too. Um, I had a couple of wraps in there, and then... um. The one, the long ones, when we went overnight, um, I had some, like, candy, like, caffeine, uh, gummies. Espresso. Espresso. Yeah, espresso beans, stuff like that. Um, I felt like on here on, I felt like my teeth were going to rot out because it was just like, you're out there for so long and eating eating sugar, so. Oh, I started started bringing a toothbrush. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, just sip it in the lake. Yeah, on breaks. That works, that works. Yeah, so do you take breaks or do you have pizza in one hand, paddle in the other? How are we doing this? We we take a break every hour. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Basically, it's like at least just stop and be able to adjust or, you know, drink some water just so that like you're not stressed out about, okay, everybody else is paddling. I'm going to stop, drink some water, and everybody's like leaving you. Some of them are short breaks too. It's like, oh, we're feeling good. Let's just take a quick two minutes, sit down, drink some water. Um but this last lake, I mean, I feel like the breaks were just as stressful because we had to like try to keep on course and it was pushing us like 
in the wrong direction. You know, so breaks, I would say superior is the only one that really you could just like kind of zone out for a second because it was yeah. so glassy. Yeah. And we started doing, I think, longer breaks on superior because we were paddling really fast and we would have got, we were going to get there before sunrise. We kind of wanted to get there at sunrise. So yeah. Just took yep. So you guys are going straight through besides these little mini breaks. I mean, are you tired? Or are you running on adrenaline? How do we feel this? I, th- I would say in the Ontario paddle, um, yeah, there were some times where I was getting tired, um, especially like your legs when you're getting the side winds and you're getting like two to three foot waves from the side, you're getting pretty fatigued. Plus, you're, you're only paddling with like your left arm because you got the wind pushing you, mm-hmm. right? So your right arm would be like great. It'd be fresh, but you're not using it. So, um, yeah, that was probably the toughest part when you get huge wind from one side. Yeah. I remember I looked over at Jeff on Lake Huron and like the sun had come up, we paddled all day, all night and you still couldn't see land. And I looked at him and we were like exhausted and we still knew we had probably 15 miles to go. So hours. And he goes, I'm never doing this long one again. <laughs> like we were just, and then we got hit by huge waves to end it. It was just, that was tough. Yeah. I mean, but a lot of it's mental toughness too. For sure. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yep. How do you prep mentally and physically? <laughs> or do you not? You just kind of wing it. I think we all do a little bit differently. Um, so these guys do more in the gym. I did a lot. I do a lot of Peloton. Um, and I used to run a lot, but don't really do that. So basically just paddling. Um, and then mentally is you've done it before and you know you've only got to do it one one more time mm-hmm. so you just do it who's your favorite peloton instructor this could be controversial oh man okay i've got a few <laughs> but oh, yeah i need to um, know who and why well i always like if you want to hit i think if you want to hit a pr it's uh olivia she will amazing yeah she will crush you and get a pr but um yeah there's there's some other good ones as well Allie love mm-hmm. Um, Dennis Morton. Uh huh. Those are probably my top three. I would say Olivia and Cody. Cody cracks me up. Just whatever he wants and totally gets away with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them, right? I mean, it, for me, it's just staying in tip top shape as much as possible. And we've done it so many <laughs> 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 We've done it so many times, you kind of know what to expect. And like, I take road trips 24 hours, you know, like trying to get used to that. But I mean, really, it's. It, if it was alone, it'd be a lot tougher. But having these guys out there and like knowing they're going through the same thing, it's like it, we you kind of know what to expect, and you just I don't know if there is a preparation for that piece. You just do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. What about you, Joe? <laughs> oh, it never really works out for me when I plan, so I just kind of go with it. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yep. You said you it would be a lot harder to do alone, but it's easier when it's all three of you guys. What is it like out there? Are we chatting? Are we gossiping? Are we listening to music? Are we just in the zone? Um, we don't really listen to music. We've tried, but tried. It's like the same yeah. three songs usually, and then it doesn't work anymore. Nice. Edmund Fitzgerald, nice. <laughs> Against the Wind. <laughs> I was singing. What song was I singing? Shania Twain this year is like, oh, yeah. looks like we made it. Oh, that's another good one. That one was stuck. Yeah, um, but we didn't even have a. That was just you. Yeah, it was just uh, yeah. just us singing. So mostly we just talk, you yeah. know. And there's times where it feels good just to zone out and get through the next to the next one. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, Sabine. There was like, there was probably an hour where I was kind of struggling, and Quinn came, we were paddling next to each other, and uh, I don't remember if I asked you to do this or you just did it. You started telling me what you teach your science class. Yeah. So for probably like 30 minutes, he told me like middle school uh, science <laughs> yeah. stuff yeah. and actually learned learn some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, waves. You were talking, we were talking about, about waves. waves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I was like, I teach this. And then whether he wanted to hear it or not, you know. Can we get a little snippet? Like, oh like go man, into it a bit. I was just thinking. I think I taught him about the electromagnetic spectrum of just like gamma rays. So that's rays the first and, thing you teach your kids. Yeah, and the, at the yeah. beginning of the year, we go down the lake and measure waves. But mm -hmm. then I just told them about like X-rays and Wi-Fi and uh -huh. and uh, light and color and rainbows. And I mean, you were just soaking it all in. I mean, it's a lot. Of, it's it's hard on the spot, but. I think I just went through my syllabus with you. Yeah, like, this is what we do first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Joe and I were talking about like uh, some history stuff. I remember, I don't know, ancient civilizations. That was a good conversation. Oh, we were actually, pretty, yeah, kind of nerdy at times. Yeah. but it's kind of nice though when you know you have all those hours ahead. You can really get into the details. It's not like, yeah. okay, long story short. No, yeah. you're really telling do you, every. How do you part. think the pyramids were made? That was part of our conversation. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, we got really, really, really deep. deep. Yeah. Okay, so twelve thousand five hundred. There was a meteor impact. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. Yep. Yeah. So all of these crossings, I feel like, are probably so similar in so many ways, but so different in so many other ways. So I would love to go through some of the similarities in those five and some of the differences in those five. Yeah, it's like, it seems like it would be pretty cut and dry and, and the same, because like the ingredients are always the same, you know, boards, crossing a lake, water, like everything, like Three the ingredients cool are the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like Mexican food, like you can have the same ingredients and get it, to, one day you're eating a burrito and the next you're eating a, you know, chalupa. Or, I love you know, that. So they're all good. different. And, you know, like um, Michigan, Lake Michigan was cold and naive was the, you know, thing. Cold. Yeah. Huron. Yep. I think they're all different. When I think yeah. of each one, they are totally different in my mindset. Just the weather, the distance, mm -hmm. where you are. Um, and we try to do something different every single time. Yeah. Try you to know? make it. Yeah. So, like. Um, Lake Superior, we started uh, in a really cool place with uh, some centuries-old pictographs on, on the rocks, and then we like paddled through the fog, and then we did the, the wreath ceremony at the Edmund Fitzgerald, mm -hmm. over the Edmund Fitzgerald, and we finished at Whitefish Point, and, um, you know, yeah. uh, Erie, starting, um, starting at Belle Isle. Uh -huh. Went down the river first. So, like, after we did Michigan, I was like, okay, we can do this. And let's see how kind of far we can make it. Can we do this huge crossing? Mm -hmm. We did that, and we're like, okay, what can we do different? Yeah. And so that's that's how we picked our routes from then on. We wanted mm -hmm. to be around that sixty to seventy mm -hmm. mile range, and mm -hmm. but this, I'd say, Ontario was the hardest logistically because it's the furthest away. So some of the other ones, we could kind of stay at home and just say, all right, the weather looks good tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna go. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't do that because we're starting in Toronto. Mm -hmm. So we just actually rented a house for a week and and went there. Um, and while we were there, you know, dealing with the fires and smoke and then mm -hmm. trying to pick, trying to kind of watch the weather, which we did not do a great job in, in 
doing ultimately. But it changed. I mean, I, think, it, I feel like the the wildfires had a pretty big impact of you know unpredictability of everything. It was sure. crazy how much they changed. But every single forecast we've ever done has been different. Mm-hmm. Like the day we were going to cross Superior, we called that day off. Like three days before, we're like, nope, it's a no go. And it ended up being a sheet of glass. And at the last second, we sprinted up there. And like Erie, we were supposed to get tailwind and we got headwind. This one, we were supposed to get tailwind and then it was supposed to turn around and die. And like we had side chop and then got worse that night. So it's like similarities, like you're asking. I mean, we're on the Great Lakes. They're amazing. They're mm-hmm. huge. It takes forever to cross them. Yeah. Um, usually we get some awesome stars at night, right? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Superior was. Spirit was crazy because it was like you look at the horizon and it was just like Milky Way from horizon to horizon. Wow. It was cool. We had like six, seven freighters going around us mm-hmm. too at night and they looked like giant hotels and they were like calling us on the radio and like giving us like paths around us, which was pretty cool. That is sweet. We, we were in the middle of Superior, but it was almost like we let our guard down a little bit because we just got our butt kicked mm-hmm. the summer before and this was so nice. Mm-hmm. So like Jeff and I were like way behind the safety boat staring up and I was like paddling, just looking up and like, cause the stars were so magnificent and mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. yelled at. He's like, you yeah. got to get up here. We can't <laughs> see you. You know, like I'm in charge, you know, <laughs> like, uh, like, but that's what you want. You want yeah. a safety captain that cares. He's yeah. like, your, your wife, your girlfriend's told us, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys keep you alive. safe. Yeah. We're like, it was so amazing, you mm-hmm. know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So definitely some of the highlights, right? But what were some of the other challenges or maybe things that you couldn't quite anticipate that you kind of had to learn the hard way that nobody was able to be like, hey, guys, heads up, watch out for this. What are some things that you learned along the way? Yeah, I think that was different on every lake, too. Lake Michigan was the cold. It just was a lot colder than we thought. Um, Lake Huron was just the the length, rained a lot. For me, I fell in on that one, too, and got wet. Okay. And was playing around with a a fish because the boats were fishing. But, um, yeah, that was was really a dumb thing. (laughs) But... uh, yeah, made it made it really challenging. That's being. a crazy story too that we'll probably That's have to tell. It. Yeah, well, that was the on. Um, I know on Michigan and Huron uh, and Erie, the boats on Superior. Ryan forgot his gear, remember? right? And yeah. there were fish jumping and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going like two and a half, three miles an hour. It's like perfect trolling speed. Mm-hmm. So they're catching fish. They're catching salmon. They're catching trout. Um, on Huron, they happened to catch a steelhead, and I was paddling right behind the boat. And I, while it was on the line, it jumped up on my board, and I grabbed it. <laughs> and right. like, yeah. yeah, it's a steel. Yeah, it was a steelhead. And um, I don't know. We said, okay, we're going to take a break. Well, I go to sit down on our break, and it was slime, and I slid off into the water with my dry suit halfway on. Yeah, so it filled up with water. And uh, I think, was it right after that started raining, too? Seven hours. Oh, it started raining for seven hours. And we're going into nighttime, and I I knew it was going to be really, really cold. Mm -hmm. So um, luckily, we had maybe like an hour or two of the sun came out. And I just went way out ahead of everybody and paddled, tried to paddle hard to warm up. Yeah. And was able to just enough. Um, but yeah, that did not make it fun being wet. Like he said, the challenges for each lake are 
like the first one, we were so naive that like I didn't even try my dry suit on before we went. <laughs> and the dry suits that we started with were like this rubber skin tight on the ankles and the, so every break, you know, my hands and feet were like circulation being cut off. Mm -hmm. So I was like trying to just hold those things open where everyone else put like a softball to stretch it out. And, um, yeah. And thinking about being hit in, I mean, on like here on, um, or going in, he said, at my most vulnerable, you know, the time that I really <laughs> was concentrating on these huge waves and trying to make it, Joe came out of nowhere and <laughs> smoked me. <laughs> Not from the side, but from behind, as bad as that sounds. <laughs> and, and I went flying and into the water. And uh, yeah. it's something we still laugh about, but yeah. I pretend I was hurt too for a little oh, bit just to milk it. I, I was like, my hip. And he's like, oh man, I'm so sorry. You know, like... But, I didn't even think I was paddling. Like it just the way, and that's like just to show like how. It's on video. We know you were paddling. You can see it. But one of my favorite <laughs> things about that is like I, I painted like a little shark's, you know, mouth on my board, so it's like red in the front. So like when it hit the back, it left just like this red streak. Still on there. It's still on, on there. my practice board. So yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Some of those things you probably couldn't warn your spouses about, right? It's no. probably a good thing that you couldn't warn them. What did they say when you told them what you were going to do? What was their reaction? The very beginning? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't think they even knew what we were getting into. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we're boys. just, just going to go cross the lake. You know, like, yeah. It's no yeah. big deal. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't sound like a lot when you say it like that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to go cross the lake. but Quick battle. Yeah. Yeah, you should probably ask them that because yeah. uh, I don't know if they're, I don't know how really nervous they get. Um, me either. But I'm sure the people around me expect me to do stupid stuff by now. Just a given. So it's just like, yeah, that trick. Oh, there goes Joe again. The math <laughs> is mathing. Yeah. <laughs> what is it like to see them on shore as you guys are coming around the end of the lake? Amazing, emotional. Um, this time we didn't really get to though, um, cause we're of course going to try to come back right. to Toronto, but on the other ones, um, super, super emotional. Plus they when would you see smuggle them. kids across the country with one parent. Right, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like more like logistics things, you know, they had the kids and they weren't really able to go across right. easily right. with mm -hmm. the kids with them. Um, and you know, across the border. And that's how like we weren't even thinking about going one way. That was the thing. Like we never in a million yeah. years like thought beforehand. Miles, no problem. We're like, yeah, we'll get that done by, you know, and then we'll turn around and come back and we'll meet all our families and it'll be this epic finale. And that's the one I would say regret on all of them is like the ending. We didn't have like the hoorah hugging mm -hmm. thing that I thought we were going to really emotional with everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like a, yeah, it's going to get worse tonight. Um, we're done kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a letdown on that end. But yeah. um, I forget your first question. I forget the question. Now. Basically just what it's like to see everybody on the other end. But enough of that. I want to <laughs> laugh. I want to hear some good stories. I want to <laughs> yeah. hear the unfiltered stories. You guys have done plenty of interviews for TV. <laughs> this doesn't need to get edited. This is, you know, unfiltered. I want to hear the real we're off script version of some of these stories. Unfiltered. Well, I mean, God, like what kind of unfiltering are you talking about? Oh, just anything that made you laugh while you were out there. Anything <laughs> good. I'm going to tell you, maybe start with the first, maybe start with Lake Michigan. 
Um, so we did have uh, two other guys with us on Lake Michigan. Um, they, uh, after that, one of them had an injury and couldn't keep going. Mm. Um, one of them had a kid, and then he was just like, I'm done. Um, I think they were done before we even, you know, I think that was a one and done for. Yeah, they mm-hmm. planned on doing one, did one. Yeah, because one of yeah. the guys, I think, struggled getting across, and he was pretty mad at me, actually, Um because we told people we we're going to end in Frankfurt, but the wind was like oh, pointing yeah. us to the shore. So we could have ended like probably an hour and a half earlier. But we decided to fight these waves and like we were like, they're, we were dying. I mean, at that point. And, um, what about the Canadian? No, we don't need to talk about that. Mm. Um, or like, uh, <laughs> that would definitely be unscripted. <laughs> we were on Lake Michigan and there, you know, like at night, there's, you know, we're following the boats because they got GPS. And then at one point, we just, like, looked up at the stars, and we could see, like, Cassiopeia. It's, like, a big old W. And we're like, is that Cassiopeia? We're, like, heading right at it for, like, a while. And then it turns out that the boat's GPS was off the entire time, so we were going north for, like, an hour, <laughs> right. which also contributed to the reason why we had to paddle hard south to get, you know, at the end. So that was a problem. I'm sure stories yeah. that you guys will be telling forever. You know, we talk about the buildup. We talk about the actual crossing, but I feel like nobody really ever talks about the aftermath. How many days are you sore for afterwards? Or not at all? I always say like a week, I feel yeah, it. Especially the, especially the big ones. Like I just mm-hmm. don't feel myself for about a week after. Yeah, and I would say one unscripted story was Mike's speech that he oh, gave yeah. us mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Like, oh. like, like Lake Huron, um, and he actually wrote it down in a book for me so I can remember word for word, but... Um, we were feeling pretty down. Like we were had paddled since nine in the morning. It was probably what one in the morning, two yeah. in the morning, two or three. So yeah, you know, um, we were coming up on over twenty hours of paddling. Yeah, potentially the hardest. Part. And we didn't really know this guy. We mm-hmm. found out he's crazy awesome, you know. But he's also a little crazy. And he like stood up and he's like, and this would be where I would say an F word, I guess. But he just like stood up, got on the tip front of the boat, and was like, you. Effing guys, you know, like, I, I don't know. What did he say? Yeah, I mean, he just had, like, this uh, very inspirational, um, you know, keep doing it. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> like it felt like we were being led into battle by, like, an experienced general. That, you know, it was just like, it was just like, it hit the spot motivationally and it just, kept, you know, like, saved us. Yep. So you guys have crossed all five Great Lakes now. Uh, what are we going to do next, the Pacific or the Atlantic? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking as a as a group of how we can grow, stand up. You know, we do our student adventures, we do our cleanups, mm-hmm. but there is a paddle next summer that I really want to organize. It's um, from Grand Island to Grand Marais. So it's Shipwreck Coast, it's along the Pictured Rocks. Um, there's lighthouses, and there's a bunch of shipwrecks, obviously, and raising some money for Lake Superior, so... Mm-hmm. That's probably a 35-mile paddle, but just beautiful and showcasing northern Michigan. And, Maybe and just make that one like a more casual, you know, fun paddle. Yeah, and yeah. raising money. You guys have raised so much money so far. Mm-hmm. What is the? What are we at from these paddles? Do we know? On just the Great mm-hmm. Lakes. Yeah. North of 100000 Yeah. a lot of money. Yep. How does that make you guys feel? I mean, that's a lot of support. Yeah, it's awesome. It's the best um, part. Yeah. That's why we keep doing it, really. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When you guys do so much in the community besides these Great Lakes crossings, I mean, you guys just had the Torch Lake cleanup after the 4th of July. I mean, there's so much other stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. 
How was that? It seemed like last year. I thought it was going to be a really bad year because on the 4th, a storm came in, so everyone left all at once. Mm -hmm. um, but, it, I mean, we all there's probably 20 volunteers. We all picked up 15, 20 things out of the lake, and there's always nasty things, but, you know, like less vapes this year, so That's good. we're happy. It seems like every since we've started it every year, it's been getting less and less stuff to pick up. So somebody's getting the message somehow to, you know, stop littering in the lake. So, I mean, it's, um, it's all good. And I know a lot of people just think that you guys are absolute machines crossing these lakes, but you guys do stuff outside of paddle boarding, right? You guys all live here in northern Michigan. Mm -hmm. What do you do, you know, for work or when you're not paddling? Uh, I work for Merrill Lynch, so I'm a financial advisor. Uh -huh. But I like other stuff on the water. I love to fish. Um, the Great Lakes, uh, play a decent amount of golf, um, play actually a league with Quinn yep. here. Um, so mostly, yeah, mostly outside stuff for me. I think that's the coolest part about stand-up is like we're just regular guys that mm -hmm. saw, saw something and we decided yeah. to kind of do something different. Um, but I teach and own a restaurant and golf course, Kalkaska. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so How's that going? That's a new, exciting yeah. venture. Yeah, it is a totally new adventure for sure. But um, it's going well. Learning every day, getting better every day. Uh -huh. But yeah, and other than that, traveling around the Great Lakes State, I mean, we have an awesome place where we live. So sure. paddling, biking, hiking. Mm -hmm. Yep. What about you, Joe? Yeah, basically the same thing. You know, like they said, we're not like pro paddlers. We're not right. even really, to be honest, that great at paddleboarding I, I mean like right compared to what there a, a lot of other people are so um yeah we're just three dudes that are doing kind of dumb stuff for fun <laughs> and that's kind of what i like to do for fun right kind of dumb stuff <laughs> and it all works out yeah when you guys do have downtime are you paddling are you i mean how often do you paddle I'm kind of a paddle lady? snob, actually. Like, yeah. it has to be pretty glassy and a great sunset or sunrise, you know? <laughs> like, seriously, I, I like it where I could see into the water and see things, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, prior, leading up to the paddle, a lot more. Mm -hmm. And then um, afterwards, I usually take quite a bit of time off, except for the cleanup. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I would agree. Yeah, like, I paddled twice, I think, since the... The big one? Before we did Stand Up for Great Lakes, we used to paddle together in groups all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And since we've done these, that has stopped because I don't know if it stopped being enjoyable. It does feel like we need a little break yeah. from that. But um, I bet. Yeah, for sure. And what about your families? What are your families like? Um, so I have uh, um, my wife and we have a nine and a half month old daughter. So Aww. she does not paddle yet. Um, yes. I'm hoping she will pick it up she loves the water so she loves being in the lake being in the pool so yeah we'll see it's a good start yeah <laughs> yep and i have a three-year-old as of today it's her birthday she loves the paddle she loves sitting on and um just hanging out on the board she did the cleanup with us um, and she got a new bike today so Ooh. and then Knox, my little man he's um i think nine months old right now so mm -hmm. he's just getting a personality of his own so that that's something i love about this thing when we started we're mid-20s uh -huh. you know just out of college just figuring out our career and now that we're ended it we have kids of our own we're in our mm -hmm. 30s and it's cool to see like the next generation coming up and nothing could take this part away from us they'll get to see the stories and and see what we've done and hopefully be 
be proud of us. Right, so, right. Oh, yeah. happy birthday to her. Yeah, so I will. Exciting. She's being very spoiled today for sure. As she should. <laughs> she uh, yeah. Turning oh, three. Great. She got just a nice pink one with training wheels on it. Yeah. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Probably an all-terrain. Just like yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a talk after this. Okay? <laughs> what about you, Joe? To answer oh. the question. Um, no kids, married. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty standard. And what do you guys do to relax or unplug? I like to read, but it's kind of hard to do that in the summer when there's so much, you know, to do outside. So that's more of a wintertime thing for mm -hmm. me, but I like to read. Yeah, just going for a run, going for a paddle. I have a hard time, like, sitting for a long time, but a good movie, a nice glass of wine. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. All right, yeah, yeah, for sure. A bubble bath. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sauna, ice bath. I love doing mm -hmm. that, which I yeah. hear you got into an ice bath. Yes, you and I'm one? trying to turn this ice bath into a hot tub because I hate this thing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel afterward, though? Awesome. See, there you cool. go. Awesome. It's all about cold. Yeah. <laughs> Freezing, yeah. but I did get these little flipper things. There's probably an actual name for them mm -hmm. that I put on my toes. Okay, you know what I'm talking yep. about. Have you seen that? Yeah, that has helped tremendously. Yep, but mm. the first time you I keep your hands out too. No, I put my you hands know? under. Mm. Should I keep my hands? I, I don't know. A lot of people when they start keep their hands out. No, I honestly don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just <laughs> I see people doing it on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, that looks Sounds like a good, good idea. Yeah, the first time I think I was under for like 12 seconds, but not about 10 minutes or so. So 10 minutes. Yeah, wow. No, I'm hanging That's out impressive. In there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I got to turn on like a show or something or, you mm -hmm. know, otherwise forget about it. Yeah. Like a phone call, but it's supposed to be really good for your inflammation and your joints mm -hmm. and mood. They say yeah. antidepressant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. That's what they say anyways. Do you I feel that? I think I do. <laughs> I don't know if I actually do. Are you ever like in a not great mood? Uh, I like to say that I'll have like a bad five minutes or a bad couple mm -hmm. hours i would hate to have a bad day i just feel like that's such a waste but of then a day. you see adam right and then exactly just, just and then all is well in the world again yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you what i forgot what the question was at this point. bubble bath something about bubble baths. uh white bubbles usually if i'm in a bubble bath <laughs> standard <laughs> i mean what do you do to uh to relax I try not to realize. Oh, there is an unscripted story we could tell about Alaskan adventure. Oh, yeah. What? Bring um, it on. So Joe wasn't sure he could even do this last crossing, what, a week beforehand? Yeah. So. So I was just, I was minding my own, like, long story short, minding my own business on a sailboat in Alaska. Drone comes, hits the um, standing rigging, flies directly into my eyeball. No. I can't see. We um, have to motor like three hours to the nearest town, get in the hospital. They can't do anything there. So then they airlift me from Alaska to Seattle. And then um, stay in Seattle for a few days until I could, you know, make it here. Then got back here. And basically I was sitting in a, the dark. And so, you know, lacerated my cornea and my iris and damaged the muscles in the iris. I had a, a vitreous hemorrhage in there and it detached and I tore my retina. And then, uh, so basically I was uh, in a dark room with my eyes closed until like the day before the paddle. No way. So like, what did I do to train for the paddle? Nothing is that in a dark room. We paddled one time yeah, slow to together. See yeah, see if he could get on a board. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't wow, much of a training paddle. Did I have an eye patch okay. on for that? He did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. We were hoping that he wore an eye patch the whole time because I thought it'd be sweet. really it'd cool. Be yeah. I would wear one all the time, but it seems kind of selfish. Yeah. Seemed kind of selfish of you not to. Not to wear it. Yeah, the eye patch. 
Yeah. Generally, also at the time, I had like longer hair and a beard, and I really looked pretty, pretty <laughs> you pirate. Really really for it. <laughs> yeah. We did do a pirate fest one time where we stormed the beach and. Yeah. Right. And Boyne, have you heard of the pirate fest? No, I don't we, think so. We, you have. I'm sorry. We got, <laughs> he's like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we got invited to paddle and like we had little swords and stormed the beach. Yeah, it was great. That was fun. It's awesome. Oh, that is sweet. Yeah, they do it each year, I think. That is so cool. Yeah. Uh, so normally I end with a little rapid fire and I'll just say, you know, this or that or whatever it is. But since we've got a squad here, I thought it would be kind of fun to do something different. So we're going to play a game. It's called Most Likely To. I'm just going to say something and you guys can all point. So most likely to something and then we point. You can point at yourself. You do have to point. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yes. Most likely to stop a million times to go to the bathroom while paddling. <laughs> wow, that one was quick. That was quick. Most likely to tread water the longest. Whew. I, I don't know if I've ever seen any of you guys tread water. Ooh, St. Mm. Joe. He just won't quit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know jumping off the paddleboard is, is kind of hard, but most likely to do a cannonball off the side of the paddleboard. Hmm. I'd say Joe. Joe. Well, yeah, Joe. I'd say Joe. <laughs> 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 most likely to ask for more snacks while paddling. Say Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. What? I was going to yeah. say you. Yeah, but I would have the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Joe offers a lot of snacks. He does. Yep, yeah. He, so he's trying to get us to eat things. That's good. Very generous. <laughs> yeah. Most likely to drop their sunglasses in the water. Yeah. Mm, another quick one. Yeah. Do you have a story? I have a couple of pair of Ray-Bans at the bottom of Torch Lake. Okay, yeah. Um, I have a, another nice pair in West Bay. Jeez. And so at least three. Leaving your mark. He dropped... So Ford Motor Company sp sponsored our first crossing mm -hmm. and put a GoPro on his board. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, he... Oh, no. fell. oh, that's like actually a very oh, good, yeah. story. He, a good story. He fell yeah. right before the end of Lake Michigan, and Joe tried to save him and like came across his board and gets stuck. It was so funny. and <laughs> But the GoPro dropped to the bottom of the Lake Michigan. And how many feet? 200 feet? It's like 100. 150 feet. And you right down after it? <laughs> <laughs> you, so, you would think it's gone forever, right? Yeah. Oh. This, is like a mile, this is like about a mile and a half off of Frankfurt. It's like needle in a haystack. Uh -huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So our film, there was a lot of like cool footage and stuff on there. And our film guy was like distraught. I felt really bad. Um, he apparently had a friend that was a scientist at MIT. He called him and said, hey, what are the odds that we can locate this thing? So when it happened, they like marked it on the GPS. Okay. He goes, I think you can find it. So they hired a diver. This is like two weeks later. He dives down in 150 feet of water. He's down there for like 40 minutes, and he found it. No yeah. way. He brought, it he brought it up, and um, it, uh, you know, the battery was dead or whatever, but they got it back going, had all the footage on it. That is wild. Yep. You got so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> So I sent a um, I sent a letter to GoPro about it, and I thought maybe they'd want to be a sponsor or something, but they didn't they didn't reply. Okay, yeah. I think if we all send some emails, all the listeners send mm -hmm. some emails, maybe we can get something going. Yeah. 
Okay, so you're most likely to drop sunglasses and other technology. Other things, yes, yes. right. Oh, who is most likely to just straight up fall in? Probably me too. Yeah. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. he's falling yeah. in the most out of all of us. I didn't want to jinx it at the time, but I never fell in. Nice. Awesome. I never fell go. in. I was struck in, but we know that story. <laughs> so. We've been here. We've been over this. <laughs> Most likely to take their shirt off the fastest on a paddle. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I knew that question was coming. Yeah. <laughs> she wrote that specifically for you. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My last question is, I would love for you guys to share some sunshine. I'm sure you've seen plenty of sunshine, some beautiful sunsets, sunrises while you've been paddling, but it's not always sunny and beautiful, right? So I would love for you to share some sunshine because I think that we can all share a little sunshine wherever we go. So everybody does have to answer. I don't care in what order, but I'm excited to hear this. Uh, I've got a quote that I love from Coach Jim Harbaugh from mm -hmm. Michigan. Attack each day with enthusiasm unknown to mankind. I like that. Yeah. I would say there's there's something about water that we're all drawn to. <laughs> uh -huh. This is an inside joke. Uh, no. Um, yeah, it's outside. Um, yeah, I would say do something that, you know, gets out of your comfort zone, whether it's paddling a lake or something. Like we're normal guys. Get up. Do something cool and inspire others. That's what, that's what our goal is. Sweet. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> Smoky Bear. That was good. It's a good one right now. It's true. Yeah. Pretty solid. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. What's yours? You can't use the one that was on the script. Uh -huh. This is unscripted. <laughs> I gave you guys my example. <laughs> Mine is live happily, not for the happily ever after, because I think it is. I should have said that. It's, yeah, right, practically gave it to you. Um, but I think it's so sad that some people are just living every day to get to that happily ever after that, whatever it is, to reach that yep. goal when mm -hmm. every single day we can just be living happily. And that's a choice that we get to make every single day. And I think that we all should more often. Exactly. So with Appreciate that being said, great. stand up for Great Legs. Thank you so much for coming on We're Off Script. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. All right, I want to hear the real stories now. <laughs> What's the Canadian story? We're done. Oh, yeah. That, that little red light. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I will cut it. I actually will cut it, like, right here.